0: Welcome to With All My Heart, a podcast hosted by Joanna Coburnett, pastor's wife at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. This podcast is designed to help ladies of all ages with the principles of the Word of God. In this podcast, we will explore what it means to love God with all our hearts. Through Bible lessons, we will discover how to deepen our relationship with the Lord and experience His love in a more personal way. As we journey together, let's open our hearts to the unchanging truths of God's Word.
1: Thank you so much for joining us again for another episode or time of With All My Heart. I have enjoyed being with you all this week and of course I've enjoyed getting to chat with you and thank you so much for all of you that have reached out to uh, let me know that maybe some of these thoughts have been an encouragement. Um, That's what I pray that it will be. I pray that it would be something that the Lord would use. And I don't know about you, but this summer is flying by. I can't believe that we are almost getting close to halfway through the summer and before we know it, we're gonna be getting those kids ready for school again. But I've been enjoying just about every moment. For those of you with young moms or young kids at home, I can't say that I enjoy every moment with my children at home, but I am really just enjoying this extra time that we have together and trying to make special moments, special times, even in just the busyness of the everyday life. But I hope you're having a great summer. And I hope you've had a great week. I want to thank each of you for all that you're doing to keep your family rooted and grounded in church and to keep your family faithful to Sunday school and to the services. We need that. I look back on my childhood and I'm so thankful that my mother kept me in church, my father as well too, and just so many of my memories uh, were made in the church house. And I know I've mentioned that a lot, but it's because it's so important. So this morning or this afternoon I guess I wanted to share with you um, something that the Lord laid on my heart and actually it was a lesson he taught me many years ago and I brought one of my journals with me and this is something that I started doing oh I don't know quite a long time ago but I would start to journal during my daily devotions and sometimes it's just a verse sometimes it's something that the Lord is working on me about or just writing my my thoughts down Um, sometimes just writing down the special times that we've had as a family because I don't want to forget these times when the kids are little but I was several years ago quite a few years ago actually I was going through a time where there was a situation that we had and it wasn't one of my own choosing. And I don't know how many of you are like me, but I am a fixer and I can be a fighter. So sometimes when maybe there's a situation, especially if I don't feel like it's right or I don't feel like something's working out quite like it should be, I can be filled with a righteous indignation and I can say, we need to fix this. And then I'll work as hard as I can to fix it. And if I can't fix it, well then I'm gonna fight my way out of it. Well, in this particular situation that we had, I couldn't do either one and um, for a little while I am ashamed to admit I think I was a little more stubborn about it and I was determined to fight it and I was determined to try to fix it I was I felt like that I was in the right and there was one morning when I was doing my devotions and I was in the book of Jeremiah in chapter number 29 and I was reading the story and I actually it's one of those chapters that I had to go back and read again and again and the Lord really worked on me about it. And so I'm going to share that with you, and um, maybe it's something that will relate to something that you're going with. But it says in verse number 29, it says that these are the words of the letter that Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem unto the residue of the elders which were carried away captives, and to the priest, and to the prophets, and to all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had carried away captive from Jerusalem to Babylon. So I don't want you to miss that. Jeremiah is writing to the elders, he's writing to the captives, and they were carried captive away from Jerusalem down to Babylon. And we know that in the Bible, Babylon was always looked at as the world. It was a heathen, wicked country. So I'm reading this, I'm reading in Jeremiah, and I'm reading how that Jeremiah, he's going to write to these captives, and I'm thinking, he's going to tell them, you fight your way out of that wicked place. You know, you fight against the situation that you find yourself in. So I'm reading down through through the chapter, And I get to verse number 4, and it says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captive, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. And then I go to number 5, and this is where I started to think, hang on a minute. And it says, "Build ye houses, and dwell in them, and plant gardens, and eat the fruit of them. And I was like, hey, wait a minute. These are captives down here. Why is Jeremiah telling them? to build houses, but that's what he told him to do. Then he goes on to say in verse number 6, it says, Take ye wives, and beget sons and daughters, and take wives for your sons, so we've got generations going on here, obviously it's a period of time, and give your daughters to husbands, that they may bear sons and daughters, and that they may be increased there, and not diminished. And verse number 7 is where the Lord really spoke to my heart, and he said, and seek the peace of the city whither I have caused you to be carried away captives, and pray unto the Lord for it. For in the peace thereof shall ye have peace." And I'll never forget sitting on my couch and reading those verses. And it said, Seek the peace of this city that I have caused you to be captive in. For when they have peace, then you're going to have peace too. And I wanted to say, Lord, wait a minute, this is a wicked, this is your people, God's people, and they're in a wicked land, they're captive. Why are you telling them to seek the peace of the city? He didn't even initially say to seek the peace for yourself. He said, seek the peace of the city. And in the peace thereof, ye shall have peace. And it was almost like the Lord spoke to my heart that morning. And he said, Joanna, the situation that you have in your life right now that you don't like, that you feel like is wrong. And that you feel very vindicated and filled with a righteous indignation that you're in the right and that you're on my side. It was almost like the Lord was saying, Joanna, I have allowed this in your life. And you're just going to have to trust me for a little while. And he said, I want you to stop trying to fix it. I want you to stop trying to fight your way out of it. And he said, I want you to seek the peace of it. And I was so convicted in my heart because, you know what, I have to be honest with you that by that point, I was being a little stubborn. And I wanted to fix it and I didn't want to seek the peace of it. I felt like I was right. And I read that chapter over and over again and the Lord gave me several thoughts that I took away from it and the first thing I thought, the first thing I saw in verse number five was to build something. In the middle of your difficult situation, and I don't know what it is, there's going to be situations in your life that you can't control. There's going to be a lot of people in your life, most people in your life, that you can't control. There's gonna be things we can't change. The older I get, the more relationships that I see, the longer my husband's in the pastorate, and the more I work with you all ladies, some of us are trapped in some situations that we don't like. Maybe we have in-laws that don't treat us the best. Maybe we have children that don't turn out like we want them to turn out. Maybe we have coworkers or job situations that are unfair. Maybe we have spouses that go off and leave us. What are we gonna do then? And you know as I read this I saw first that we can build something. The Bible says to build a house, build ye houses and dwell in them. We're going to have to build a life for ourselves even in the midst of situations that we don't like. And then we're going to have to flourish. The Bible says um, to plant gardens. He says take ye wives and beget sons and daughters. He, wasn't, he didn't just want them just to exist there. He wanted them to flourish with their lives and then to seek the peace of the city. And we can seek the peace of the situations that we're trapped in through the power of prayer. Love that rebel, maybe that son or that daughter or a rebel in your life. Love that rebel that has made your life so miserable. Be kind to the ones that have been so unkind to you. Stay rooted in church, maybe when you're going through a bitter divorce or you're going through times that are just so trying. Stay rooted with God's people. Seek the peace of it. And the Bible, I'm reminded, I was reminded when I thought about in Job chapter 42 and verse number 10 when it says, The Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. And you know, since this time that the Lord impressed it on my heart, there have been times when sometimes things aren't like what I like them or sometimes people don't treat us right and i've stopped and i've just said lord would you please take care of that person even in the middle of what i consider as bad behavior or the way they're acting isn't right lord would you bless them would you protect their children would you would you provide for them and i just want to take god at his word and say lord i don't want to be unkind towards anyone even when i don't understand what's going on and then i love this if we go on to verse number 10 it says um For thus saith the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you, and perform my good word toward you, and causing you to return to this place." And then verse number 11, I love this, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give to you an expected end. I like to say this, hang on, he's coming. In the middle of your terrible situation, or in the middle of a frustrating thing that's just not fair, God is going to come to where you are, He's going to come to us, and He's going to work it out as only He can. And then I love this in verse number 13, it says, and ye shall seek me and find me. And here here it it goes along with our theme, I wasn't even looking for it, but it says, ye shall find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. In the middle of a trying situation, search for Him with all your heart, and He promised that He would be found of us. And I read through that chapter several times. And I thought about it, and I thought about how it applied to my life. And then the Lord brought to my mind a very real example that of a story He gave to us in His Word, actually in um, where is it at? In 1 um, Samuel 25. It's the story of Abigail, and I love the story of Abigail in the Old Testament. Of course, you may know her later as one of the wives of David, King David. But when we first find Abigail, she was the wife of a man who by all accounts was a very unkind man. His name was Nabal. Nabal, some would pronounce it. But the Bible talks about Abigail as having good understanding and of a beautiful countenance. And then he describes her husband Nabal as churlish and evil in his doings, a man of Belial. They said a man, his own servants described him, they said a man can't even speak to him. And what happened was when King da- when David he was not yet king, but he was he was um, he was out and he was protecting Nabal's sheep. And after he'd protect him for a while, he heard that there was they were going to be harvesting the sheep, they were going to be shearing the sheep, and he sent his servants to Nabal and he asked him. He said, "Can you give us some provision? Can you give us some food? We've been protecting you. We've not hurt your servants." And Nabal responded and he said, "Who is David?" And who is the son of Jesse? There are many servants around here. Well, when David heard that, it says, David said unto every man his, he said, Gird ye on every man his sword. And they girded on every man his sword. And David also girded on his sword. And there went up after David 400 men and 200 abode by the stuff. And one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, saying, Behold, David sent messengers out into the wilderness to salute our master, and he railed on him. So they came running to Abigail and they said, Abigail, David has taken care of us. David and his men have protected us. But when David sent to your husband and he asked for provision, he asked for the, for to share in, the, in the, the harvest, he asked for us to share with some of the sheep, your husband railed on him and Abigail flew into action. And it, the Bible tells us about how she gathered provision, she gathered the asses together, she gathered the servants together, and she rode out to meet David. And when she got there, she fell down and she pled for for mercy on behalf of her family. She pled for mercy on behalf of her household. And, you know, I think by the story, Abigail was not a weak woman. I think if she could have done that, she could have said, this is my chance to be rid of Nabal. David's coming with his his army. David's going to defeat Nabal probably by the end of the day. Nabal will not even be anymore, and I can be rid of this awful man that is my husband. But Abigail didn't do that. She ran, she went out to meet him, and she did something to bring peace to her household. She wasn't just looking out for herself. And I thought about that story, and I thought if Abigail can do that, and if Abigail, and I've never dealt with a husband like that, my husband is exactly the opposite of that, and I've not dealt with that in a family, but yet Abigail sought the peace of a situation And before it was over with, God delivered her, and Nabal did die, and God delivered her from that husband, from that awful situation that she was in, but he did it in his time and in his way. And Abigail preserved her household by seeking the peace. And so I think for you, whatever situation that you're in today, seek the Lord with all your heart. Seek His wisdom. Seek His power. Seek His grace, and He will give us the grace to seek peace for the situations that we're in. Look for ways, look for opportunities to seek peace, and ask the Lord to give you wisdom. When we seek Him with all of His heart, with all of our heart, He will not leave us. He will come to us, and He will give us strength, and He will work things out as only He can.
0: Thank you for listening to With All My Heart, a ladies devotional podcast with Joanna Kobernack. We hope that you have been encouraged and challenged to deepen your love for Christ and be more like Him today. God loves us, and we should love Him in return. Until next time, keep seeking Him with all your heart.